The top Democrat on the Senate Education Committee says the Education Department's civil rights chief has crossed the line in making callous and egregious comments about sexual assault on college campuses and must be fired. Last week, Candace Jackson was severely criticized for telling the New York Times that 90 percent of campus sexual assaults fall into the category of we were both drunk. Jackson's apology was not enough for Senator Patty Murray, who said Jackson has worked to narrow the role of the office in protecting the civil rights of students, and her comments were the final straw. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos has criticized the Obama administration's guidance for investigations of sexual assault on campuses. I think all students deserve protection. All students. That's all students. And I think that there has been a lack of clarity in this area. My guest is Casey Johnson, professor at Brooklyn College and a contributor to Minding the Campus. Casey, let's start with someone heading the Education Department's Civil Rights Office making comments like these in the context of the volatile issue of sexual assault on campuses. Is I'm sorry enough? Uh, in this case, it does seem to be, it's, it may not be enough, but it was appropriate under these uh, these circumstances. She did issue the apology immediately. Um, and you know, on this issue, it's very, very important to speak both carefully and to speak statistically uh, precisely. I mean, there, you have no way, there's no way of knowing what percentage of sexual assaults uh, allegations on campus are caused by any factor. And it's the sort of comment that shouldn't have been made, and I think the apology was very, very appropriate. Jackson is the acting head of the Civil Rights Office, and Senator Murray said that uh, the Education Secretary, Betsy DeVos, has not formally nominated her. And Senator Murray said it's because she wants to shield her from scrutiny and not allow people to hear her views and plans for this office. Why is she just the acting head? Why has she not been formally nominated? I think this is part of a general approach that we've seen from the Trump administration that's not just in, in education. This has been an administration that's been relatively slow in nominating all sub-cabinet officials, much, much slower than uh, than I think any administration in the post-FDR period when the executive branch uh, ex- extended. So my sense here is that this is you know, they, that the Trump people have chosen this approach for whatever reason uh, to sort of slow walk these nominations, but I don't see anything unusual about uh, about OCR in this regard. You see it in State Department, you see it in Treasury, you see it in, in other national security uh, uh, agencies as well. So, Casey, this is a Title Seven on college campuses is a huge issue, but. Tell us just a little bit about what Obama did as far as Title VII, so to get us up to date. Right. So, so there was an enormous change beginning in 2011 and extending in 2014 where the Office for Civil Rights, which is this education department agency that, that uh, Jackson is now the acting head of, redefined Title IX. So this is a law that was passed in the 70s that deals with gender, uh, outlaws uh, gender and sex discrimination, at basically all colleges and universities, as long as they receive federal funds. But in 2011, what Obama did without notice or comments, this was just issued as, as what they viewed as binding guidance, was to say that the federal government can tell colleges what procedures they have to follow when they handle sexual assault allegations, and they're legally obligated to do this. And all of the changes that the Obama administration pushed in both 2011 and 2014 made guilty findings more likely. So they lowered the 
standard of proof. They said that accusers have to be allowed to appeal not guilty uh, findings in what to me is the most serious of these uh, uh, changes and a really problematic one. They uh, encourage colleges not to allow cross-examination uh, in these allegations. So you really have, you know, this, is, this is an important way of, of, of determining the truth. So the Obama approach was that we have this, this wave of, of, of the violent crime on campus, uh, and the way to deal with it is to change the procedures to make guilty findings more likely under what seems to have been the presumption that if, if you have that kind of system, victims of sexual assault will be more likely to come forward. So is DeVos likely to retract that I think so. I mean, the, the, the Patty Murray letter, which you mentioned uh, to, to lead off, the, the timing of it struck me as interesting because the, 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 the demand for, uh, for Jackson's resignation did not come immediately after the comments were issued. It only came after DeVos met with both uh, advocates of both campus accusers and uh, students who have been accused of sexual assault. Uh, the Obama administration had refused to meet with students uh, who were accused of sexual assault. And after, I think more important, a letter from DeVos to Murray where she had criticized the procedure that the Obama administration had used for developing its policies, issuing these guidance documents without soliciting feedback from uh, from the public. And the message that we've heard from DeVos over the past week, if there's one word that you've heard from her over and over again, it's fair. She wants a fairer procedure on campus. So I suspect we are going to see movement from DeVos on, on, on these grounds. We are so happy to have you here. That was a great explanation of a really complicated topic, and I'm sure we're going to be discussing it a lot more.